98.7 FGR, Grand Rapids Greatest Hits. Uh, as I mentioned a few minutes ago on uh, this day in history, uh, it's the 50th anniversary of uh, Schoolhouse Rock, uh, which is uh, really, let's be honest, uh, was better than the educational system in uh, teaching us when we were kids. Uh, because they did it in song, and it was fun, and we learned things. There was math rock, there was freedom rock, which taught us about uh, the government, and there was Schoolhouse Rock, which taught, taught us about grammar and uh, hooking up letters, right? So here are my three favorite uh, Schoolhouse Rock songs. Let's start with a little math for you. At number three, of course, it's three is a magic number. Three is a magic number. Yes, it is. It's a magic number. Somewhere in the ancient mystic trinity, you get three as a magic number. The past and the present and the future, faith and hope and charity, the heart and the brain and the body give you three as a magic number. That actually should be number one, but uh, since it is three, I put it at number three. Here is uh, number two. Best Schoolhouse Rock songs ever. I'm just a bill. I'm just a bill. Yes, I'm only a bill. And I'm sitting here on Capitol Hill. Well, it's a long, long journey to the Capitol City. It's a long, long wait while I'm sitting in committee. But I know I'll be a law someday. At least I hope and pray that I will. But today I am still just a bill. Yes, and last but not least, number one, Schoolhouse Rock song of all time 50 year anniversary today of schoolhouse rock conjunction junction conjunction junction what's your function hooking up two box cars making them run right milk and honey bread and butter peas and rice hey that's nice dirty butt happy digging and scratching losing your shoe and a button or two he's poor but honest sad but true Boo! Oh, those conjunctions those words that connect yes like and or if no, not if? Okay. I didn't, <laughs> I guess I didn't learn that well on Schoolhouse. 98.7 FGR, Grand Rapids Greatest Hits. Yes. This is a journey into sound. Uh, we're not down under, are we? No. A journey we're up above. Way will bring to you new color, new dimension, new value. We're above the equator. That's why we're having winter right now and they're having summer. Yeah, uh, it's the uh, JoJo show. Uh, let's uh, take a look at some audio from around the world. Uh, this is a guy. Uh, look, um, I'm a big fan of vending machines. I, I'm sorry they got rid of one here, even though I've lost weight since it's gone away. This guy comes up there and there's uh, three bags of uh, chips that are stuck at the end of that curly thing. And he thinks all he has to do is put his coins in there and he'll get four bags. But how do you think those bags got stuck in the first place? Yeah, they weren't coming out. And he uh, videotaped his... Adventure. Gotta try, right? I'm either gonna get three or I'm gonna get none. See three. Let's see what happens. You've gotta be kidding me. I mean, at this point, it can't possibly go any higher, right? It's already touching the one, two, three, four, five. It's gotta. I'm doing it again. Here we go. See three. It's almost like uh, roulette. <gasps> Still stuck. This is absolutely maddening. I'm going to do one more <laughs> C3. There's no way it doesn't drop in this one, right? All right, everybody. This is it. This is for all the marbles. Here we go. C3. Go. Drop. <gasps> yeah, and I know what a lot of you are thinking, uh, and I would have done this, is shake the machine. 
However, he did show in the video that it was was bolted to the floor. So apparently they've had problems with people shaking the machine before. Um, The uh, computer electronics show is going on in Las Vegas this weekend. And you're going to hear about all these weird things that they have available while at the show that will never be available to the uh, public. And some things you wonder, does anyone even need this? This is a self-driving stroller? Oftentimes we get parents kind of initial reaction like, is, can I put my child in there and send it to grandma's house? That's not what we're doing. While the child is inside, we require one hand on the handlebar at least. But when they really want to take their little ones out because an infant wants that physical connection, is crying, or a toddler wants to walk for a little while, and parents just want to hold their hands and explore the world with them, then they can do that, and the stroller takes care of itself. Okay. Uh, still don't understand why we need that at all. Now I'm free! 98.7 FGR, Grand Rapids Greatest Hits. You're not free yet. A weekend's not here yet. You got to get through today. Just kind of go half, half-ass. half You'll be fine. Uh, it is the uh, JoJo Show. Uh, interesting, uh, this weekend they flexed uh, the Lions-Packers game to prime time, so they'll be playing at 8.20 at night, which sucks for me because can't stay up that late. But it is a, a big-time game because if uh, the Los Angeles Rams somehow uh, beat the Seattle Seahawks earlier in the day, then that's a, a prime-time game that's really a playoff game because uh, whoever wins that game uh, between the Lions and Packers, if the Seahawks lose, whoever wins the Lions-Packers game is going to the playoffs. So that means it's going to be a scrap. However, um, and by the way, uh, a lot of people are going, well, Matthew Stafford will come off the injured reserve list and lead the Rams to victory, helping the Lions get into playoffs. No, no, it's not going to happen. They're not going to risk a dude. They're paying tens of millions of dollars again, bring him off the injured reserve too soon and get him hurt again. No, they are shutting him down for the season because they're out of it, which is cool with us because we get their draft pick. But anyway, uh, what I want you to keep an eye on is this. If the Seahawks win, that means the Lions cannot get into the playoffs, but the Packers can in a win in that late game. Keep an eye on the officiating at that point because I truly believe, and I'm not a conspiracy theorist, but I am, I truly believe the NFL would rather have the Packers than the Seahawks in the playoffs. Uh, they don't mind the Lions getting in because that's a good storyline. But they do not want the Seahawks in the playoffs. I'm convinced of that. Now, I don't say that they're going to have bad officiating on purpose but you know how things go you know how things go by the way and it's also human nature for a team that's out of it to kind of pull back a little bit that's that's what i hope the lions don't do in that situation although the coach says oh we're gonna be ready yeah but you know weren't ready for our game a couple of weeks ago so (laughs) there's there's no saying how that's gonna play out however there are probably some guys on the Lions who would love to shut Aaron Rodgers up for the rest of the year. Hey, we win this game tonight, and he's gone. That's uh, We don't have to worry about him anymore. They'd love to knock the play, uh, Packers out of the playoffs. That would be kind of cool. Uh, but it's going to be frigid there in Green Bay, isn't it? Like two, two degrees probably? Yeah. <laughs> it's the JoJo show. Actually, it's not going to be that bad. They say 30s. That's playable. Uh, it's the JoJo show on 98.7. Feel good on the 50s. Nice and easy. With JoJo on 98.7 FGR. Uh, A woman on TikTok uh, posted a video the other day of uh, her making a dress off sketches that her grandmother made back in the 40s while she was going to fashion school. It never panned out for grandma, and she was more than delighted. 
with her reaction to seeing her designs come to life 80 years later. Oh my goodness, that is stunning. And it feels so nice to see something that I drew so many, many years ago. Put it away, never thought to see it again, except to once in a while maybe look at it and think, oh yeah, that's what I did when I was much, much, much younger. Thank you, that is just beautiful. <laughs> Do another twirl, because it, it just twirls very beautifully. It does twirl very beautifully. 98.7 FGR, Grand Rapids Greatest Hits. Uh, it is the uh, JoJo Show. And, uh, you know, the beginning of the new year, a lot of people will make predictions of uh, things that will happen uh, during the upcoming year. Some people uh, point to five years and ten years. Uh, 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 beyond and, and try to make predictions. I like to go back in time and see what they thought of us a hundred years ago. This was uh, predictions that were made back in 1923. This is a history professor who dug through old newspapers and found some uh, really wild thoughts and predictions from a hundred years ago, some of which have come true. For instance, they knew we would have watch size radio telephones here that would keep everybody in communication with the ends of the earth. Kind of a smartphone. Uh, but there is an Apple Watch, so yeah, they got that down. They also uh, knew we'd be able to fly long distances. In fact, they thought we'd be able to fly from Chicago to Europe in just 18 hours. Actually, we halved that. It's about nine hours. Uh, then we get into the strange stuff. For instance, um, they thought there would be no more beauty contests because for some reason, and I don't know, 100 years ago, they thought <clears throat> everyone <clears throat> must have been butt ugly back then because 100 years ago, they thought... There could be no more beauty contest because everyone will be attractive in 2023. <laughs> and man, did they miss that one. Uh, they also thought fashionable women would blacken their teeth in search of beauty. I tried to get that uh, work uh, to look, but uh, you know, it, it never took to anything. Uh, they also uh, thought there would be treatments for polio and tuberculosis. There are. In fact, we've all but eradicated polio. Although it seems to be making a comeback. That's not good. Uh, they also thought cancer would be eradicated. We've made some pretty good progress in that regard. We haven't done it yet. They also thought the average life expectancy would be around 100. Another expert in 1923 said people in 2023 would live to be 300 years old. I don't know if I want to live to be that old. Uh, the average in the uh, U.S., by the way, back in 1923, 57. That was the... Uh, Average life expectancy. Now it's around 76, and it's actually gone down a couple of years over the last couple of years. The oldest living person right now, 119. 98.7 MGR, Grand Rapids Greatest Hits. I uh, made, apparently now, I did not know this, the mistake on Tuesday of this week, uh, welcoming everybody back from their vacation. I said, I hope you're feeling relaxed, refreshed, and re reinvigorated, ready to go back to work. And then I get this uh, note from Uncle Harry, who's a regular listener. He says, I come back. Uh, he says, uh, Jojo, I have never come back from any holiday feeling relaxed, refreshed, and reinvigorated. I come back with the taste of freedom still fresh in my mouth, a renewed hatred for work, and a strong suspicion that this is not what I should be spending my life doing. No offense, Harry, but that sounds like a you problem. 98.7 FGR, Grand Rapids, greatest hits. It is the uh, Jojo Show. Uh, heading into the weekend. Yes. Journey, by the way, uh, going out on their 50th anniversary tour um, later this year. And uh, it looks like Greg Rowley, the original keyboardist, is going to join him for a few shows. They're still in talks for Steve Perry to pop in for a couple of shows as well. Although I don't think that's going to happen. And I'll tell you why. Because I think Steve got to a point where he's like, I have enough money. I'm just going to walk away. And I'm not going back. <laughs> and so far he hasn't. And I kind of admire people who do that. I kind of do. Because there's, we've all been to a show, haven't we? 
where you're like, okay, there's some people who can continue it and keep it going, but there's a couple of uh, artists who are touring in their 70s, and you go to the show and you're like, whoa, they really need to stop. They really need to do that. I won't name names. I won't, but uh, you know who they are. Uh, this is the JoJo Show. Uh, speaking of music, uh, back in the day, uh, if you were courting somebody in high school or college, you could do something like make them a mixtape. And what you do is you put a cassette in, and you put all these songs that remind you of her or him. And then you would leave that mixtape and you'd go, hey, I made this for you. And I don't know how the other half would take it. Some people would find it creepy. <laughs> that might just be in my case. Others find it, oh, he knows me. He knows all the songs that I love. So it's a way of showing kind of your musical taste to the one you love or have a crush on. And I was just curious, the, the other day I started thinking about this and like, uh, how do kids do this now? Do they make a, a Spotify playlist? Is that what they do? And how do they leave it for them? You'd have to find out their email address or their social media and then just plug it up there and then everybody can see it. And you're like, oh no, I don't want everybody to see that. This is made specially for her. So tales of mixtapes coming your way. We've got a great story of a woman who had a mixtape win her over. We'll get to that in just a few minutes on the uh, JoJo Show. You can also weigh in as well. We have a chat feature on the free app and a phone number. Yeah, if you want to dial me up. Old school, 616-459-9898. FGR, Grand Rapids Greatest Hits. Song brings more questions than answers. Uh, for instance, she says, I'm going to be her number one. Uh, that means she's numbering her lovers. Do you have a number two? I don't know. I don't know. You're the one who brought numbers into the equation. Uh, speaking of love, we were talking about mixtapes earlier, and uh, here's a woman who had a mixtape handed to her, or how did you find it? Three weeks into my relationship with my husband, three weeks after I met him, he gave me a CD, which I had never received before, and it had these unbelievable romantic songs that I had never heard. A lot of Michael Bublé, beautiful CD, and I get a CD every year on the same date since we met. And, and they're always new songs? They're always new songs. And actually, he gave me a CD a year after we met that had our wedding song on it. And I didn't know it was our wedding song until I listened to it. And that's what I walked down the aisle to in Mexico. And it is just beautiful. So when the first time you got this, how did he present it to you? He actually gave it. He stuck it on my windshield. Um, it was a sunny May morning, and it was on my windshield with a card. Okay. And it said, listen on your way to work, and I did, and it was just awesome. And I still have it. I have seven CDs because we've been together our seven years. And how long had you been seeing him when he, when he did that initial three, one? Three weeks. Three weeks. And at, at first, when you saw the card, did you, did you, was there a sinking feeling at first that, oh, my God, I don't know what this is? Kind of, yeah. I mean, I, it said play on your way to work, and I thought, okay, I'll play it on my way to work. And I did, and it was just, it was great. So the trust I mean, level was already there, kind of. I mean, you kind yeah, of trust. Yeah, I mean, kind of. Yeah, kind of. Okay. I, mean, I put it in and hoped it was good, because it was a way to work morning. Um, but it was great. It was wonderful, and I get one every year on the same date. Yeah, and there's pressure on them every year to come up with better songs. I don't know how I'm going to do it, honey. 98.7 FGR, Grand Rapids Greatest Hits. I think everybody after this week needs a laugh. I think they need to go to Dr. Grins tonight to see Brad Upton because he is a spokesman for my generation. And uh, did you know that? 
Oh, I have been told that, but I also know that the younger folks kind of like me too. I mean, they they tolerate me. They are like, yeah, he's not wrong. Yeah, you're not. No, you're not wrong in a lot of things, but you're very observational about your age. Yeah, yeah, there's no absolutely. doubt about that. Yep. Now, if, if I understand this correctly, you just suddenly took off a couple years ago. Thirty six when... year overnight sensation. So you've been doing comedy for thirty six years, and right. then then Dry Bar Comedy put up a couple clips of you, right? And it just Blew your career up. took off. Yeah, nobody more surprised than me. <laughs> I'm like, oh, my, this is this. These I've been telling these jokes every night for years. You know what I mean? And then all of a sudden they blew up, and I'm like, oh, everybody knows these jokes now. I guess I got to write some new ones. But yeah, it was amazing. Yeah, and you told me just before we went on the air, you hired a guy to do your social media because you're like, oh, this is what I got to do. I got to clip up my stuff. Yeah, I got to clip up my stuff, and I'm too lazy to do it, and <laughs> and technically not smart enough to do it. You know what I mean? And so I hired a guy, and then that blew up some more. All of a sudden, I got all kinds of. Uh, followers i beg to differ with you because i was just reading this morning brad yes that intelligent people tend to be lazy is okay? that right yeah so you're oh, actually i'm really smart you are smart oh i'm really smart yeah that's my excuse anyway yeah. that's what i'm going <laughs> that's, well, that's what i'm good. going i need that article i need to carry that cut and paste it and show my wife but but a lot of your comedy is about observations you've accumulated over 36 years of doing comedy absolutely it's all observational stuff and you've you've noticed that there's a difference between older and younger people, especially these days, right? Oh, my Lord. Did, <laughs> did you see this? This was about two weeks ago. The Pentagon said 74% of Gen Z ineligible for the military due to obesity or police records. Is, is that true? 74, yes, 74% of Gen Z. So I got news for the millennials. If we get uh, have a war, you're getting called up. <laughs> They're going to tell you, you're fighting for freedom, your family, and fat kids back home. <laughs> But that's that's where you come from, kind of. And as an older guy, I just wanted to ask you this because yeah. I'm kind of an older guy too. When you see younger people complaining about their age on stage, oh yeah, <laughs> you know, I I gotta you give it to them. You go, okay, that's their point in life, right? But you're thinking to yourself, you've got no idea. Oh yeah, there was a guy last night that went on in front of me, and he goes, "I'm looking forward to being old." And he started telling all these reasons why he wanted to be old. And I'm in the back going, "Really? I'll swap your bodies anytime." <laughs> Enjoy your heart attack. Well, I, like I said, I give them that because they're at that place in life, right, where they're starting to feel their age a little yeah. bit, not as much as we are, but they are. But the thing that always gets me is a lack of respect for older people. Right. Like, I saw a comic once come on, and he's, he's like in his 20s, and he goes, I'm going to do some sex jokes now, so cover your ears, Grandma. Right. As if Grandma has right. never had sex yeah, before. Yeah, exactly. How do you get here? <laughs> Grandma was nasty back in the day. It's like, and, and maybe you see this too, but the older I get, the, the more I see that, um, you know, people just don't think that we had a life. No, before. that's right. You, well, look at those Woodstock photos. You know what I mean? You go, you know, those people are all in their 70s now, right? They're all high and drunk and having sex with each other in the, out in the middle of the field. They're all in their 70s now. They, they did leave, live, lead a fun life at one time. Yeah. Yeah. We, You're yeah. not the first one that did crazy stuff. Yeah, we invented good rock and roll. That's Just right. Just say no. That's Just say right. no. But that, that that always cracks me up. Like they 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 feel like we had no life prior to this. It's oh a, well, I just saw some of these albums that right now that are fifty years old, and they're oh, great yeah. albums. I go, that's fifty years old, like Al Green's album, and and uh, some of those from you know nineteen seventy two. Some of the think of the albums in seventy two, and they're still great albums. I just was and reading about what, which ones turned 50 this year. Dark Side of the Moon is one of yeah, them. Yeah, there you go. And um, Paul McCartney. 
And think about this, Band too. on the run. I mean, from 19, 50 years before 1972 would have been 1922. <laughs> well, there was no music that was 50 years old then that you would have been listening to. There wasn't music that was 15 years old. You would have been, But now those albums still hold up. I th- yeah, and I often wonder about that. But I just think the recording process back in the 20s was crap. Like, wow, that just the music completely changed. Yeah. You know, just rock and roll completely changed everything. Although I have gone, I've been going to the swing dance night right. here in town every right. Tuesday, and I'm starting to appreciate 40s music. There you go, more. yeah. Glenn Miller. Yeah, those people had a lot of fun back then dancing. Right. They're yeah, they're throwing people up in the air, swinging them around. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't recall that, but you're right, though, about that, because we never really identified with our father's music. No, not at all. And they just hated everything you played. And yeah. now my kids, that's in fact, I, my kids are 28 and 26, and I go, here's what I was listening to at your age. And I introduce them to it, and a lot of it they really like. They're like, oh, this is great. This is great. Oh, when my youngest daughter, um, suddenly that generation's found vinyl. Right. And they like, she bought herself a record player. Right. And she said, Dad, can I listen to some of your old albums? And I gave it to her, and she identified with this uh, album by the Smiths that I had. Yeah, yeah. And I was kind of proud. I was yeah. Like, oh, yeah. I was the same way. I turned my daughter <laughs> on to uh, Tower of Power and Steely Dan, and she's like, oh, this oh. is great. Tower well, of yes, power, it is fantastic. Yeah. Yep, exactly. Steely Dan, man, they don't those guys. Right, they don't make them like that anymore. Oh, that's right. Brad Upton, two shows tonight. Eight two and shows tonight. Two shows tomorrow. The early ones are both sold out uh, tonight and tomorrow, but there are still tickets for uh, the late show tonight and the late show tomorrow. He's the guy that occasionally will pop up on your uh, Facebook feed, and you have no idea who he is, and you're like, "Wow, this guy's pretty funny." I should follow him. <laughs> yeah. It's the JoJo Show on 98.7 uh, FGR. Thanks for coming in. Thank you. Seven FGR, Grand Rapids Greatest Hits. Uh, big sports weekend uh, this weekend. Michigan, Michigan State and basketball tomorrow at 2.30. And then uh, Sunday night, Lions and the Packers. Lions uh, can do one of two things by winning that game. Uh, they can do actually both of them if uh, Seattle loses. They can go to the playoffs. And they can keep Aaron Rodgers out of the playoffs. Either or is a good deal. 98.7 FGR, Grand Rapids Greatest Hits, Queen. They are the champions of the world. At what? I'm not sure. Rock music? Sure. They're doing really well on Spotify these days. I know that. Uh, it is the JoJo Show. And like a lot of you, I was fascinated by the affidavit that was released in uh, Moscow, Idaho yesterday uh, in conjunction with them uh, booking uh, Brian Koberger, who is the suspect in the uh, stabbings that took place back in November on that campus of the University of Idaho. Uh, here's the thing, uh, a couple of weird things from the affidavit. Number one, I, I think a lot of people owe apology to the Moscow Police Department because they were on this guy pretty quickly. And I'm assuming his innocence, but man, is the evidence uh, piling up against him. But they were on to uh, the fact that he had an Elantra pretty early and Washington State University uh, police found out it was Koberger's Elantra that they were looking for. And they kind of kept an eye on him from them while they accumulated evidence. In fact... Chances are that they released the evidence that they were looking for in Elantra a month later or a couple weeks later after they actually were just to see if he would move and leave his uh, home at uh, WSU. And he did uh, and started making his way uh, back east uh, where he was eventually caught. And it looks like the FBI had the state police in Indiana pull over twice, I think just to F with him a little bit. A little bit. Put the fear of God in them. They were saying that they were looking at his hands to see if he had any wounds on his hands. But I think they were like, okay, we're just going to pull you over as police officers and kind of give you a hard time. They did twice. And then, uh, of course, they uh, eventually arrested him in his at his home uh, or his parents' house. 
in uh, Pennsylvania. The other thing that came out in the affidavit, which is really scary, was uh, the two girls who lived, who lived in the basement of that house where the murders took place. One of them did get up in the middle of the night and cross paths with the uh, the murderer. And I think she was a little confused as to what was going on because she was probably either drunk or half asleep. Uh, and uh, that that exchange is just weird if you get a chance to read it today. Uh, there was, he, did he kind of say something to her? She just watched him leave and didn't do anything. She was scared. She went back into her room and locked the door and uh, didn't figure things out until the morning. Of course, you never know how any of us would react in that situation, but I found that uh, fact to be very fascinating. Anyway, it's the uh, I'm glad they got him, and I think they got the right guy. Uh, we'll find out. Uh, it's the JoJo Show on 98.7 FG. Feel good on the 50s. Nice and easy. With JoJo on 98.7 FGR. Uh, I... Not a car mechanic, but there's one thing I'm pretty sure of is the fact that you're when you're performing an oil change, you're not supposed to find a rabbit in an engine. But that's what uh, two uh, BMW mechanics did in Flo- Florida this week. Here's Kyle Freed and Noah Caprician breaking down their rescue story of a bunny they found in an engine. We noticed that the scratching noise was coming from in this vicinity. Brought out my phone and I see him and I'm like, oh, he's in the motor mount area. We found... A bunny. The bunny was released outside of the door, back into the mulch, and I think he went back to his bunny home. The sad part is none of the other bunnies that he told that story to are buying any of it. 